Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. All right, welcome back to The Lunch Table. This is our two-part episode. Um, If you haven't listened to last week's episode, go check that out because Nate left us with a huge cliffhanger of a great question. (laughs) So if you don't listen to that episode, you might not understand this question I'm about to ask Nate. So um, check out that check out that episode to understand why I'm going to ask Nate this. Do you think the insecure topic about or like you say, hey, don't joke about money? Is that because I guess what I'm trying to figure out is that because you, like that's an insecurity for you? Like that's like a weird topic for you mm. that makes you uncomfortable, or mm. is that like just something like as a team? Like, hey, that's just going to spread weird vibes through the church or just, you know, like it was just you and him in a room together. Could you joke about it? Or would you be like, nah, like, dude, that just makes me uncomfortable. No, 100%. I could joke about it in private all day long. Like certain people at the house, like, oh, uh, it used to be something about Nate's got tall ceilings. Like that was a huge deal. Like, no worries you know bust my chops about that all day it's just honestly the insecurity of knowing other people that have complained or you know oh nate doesn't you know full-time pastors don't really work or must be nice you know whatever um so really it is that and just the the persona of you know hey these people do pay my paycheck so Mm -hmm. so that that's a thing um so no i think it's more of a general thing personally i don't care um you know i I've even had, you know, people give you a hard time about this or that. And, um, you know, in-house doesn't bother me at all. Just kind of out public, you know, with others. You just never know what they're going through. So, like, you know, if someone is struggling financially and they've just confided in you in that, and then someone's like, oh, yeah, Nate's got, you know, nine cars and five houses. You know, it's just kind of like time and place. So, yeah, which kind of applies in general, right? Like, you don't know what a lot of people are going through, but. Yeah. I think that's what I mean. Like, I'm such a, you know, even Nate, you, you're joking around about calling me out on some of those things. Like, I steer so into the wave on things. Like, my personality is one where if I feel something, I'd rather just put it out there right away. Yeah. You know, so, you know, like, yeah, I have some insecurities. Um, but I don't know. But the, my insecurities, like, it would be really hard for someone to even joke about, you know. So yeah. like, I don't, and I don't know if they're insecurities oh. because I think I might have, hold, I might, I think I kind of maybe guard that a little bit by joking about trying to steer into the wave so much that I, I don't know. Challenge you accepted. Say? I will find a way to joke about your insecurities. <laughs> well, uh, like, like one for instance, right now is we had um, some rough stuff. If you can hear me, I'm, you're, you're hearing my wheels turning in my mind of how to tell this story. Of, um, uh, man, <laughs> I don't know if I can see this. Um, just, just some, 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 some people challenge. Like I don't know, challenging, but people questioning my leadership mm-hmm. and questioning how I do mm-hmm. things. And then it's um, really difficult to kind of come back and be like, man um is that going to come back like how do how do i go from here if yeah. i don't know how it's all going to be handled again right like 
can I be more, I don't know, like, so there, there's a pretty big insecurity there, but I don't know how you joke about that, right? I don't know if someone's going to be like, oh, man, Matt, don't <laughs> say that or you're going to get told on, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know if there's uh. like a joke there. So I don't know if it's like a taboo thing necessarily. Like people I guess it's a taboo thing if going to be a jerk about that like that, you know, like they're not going to go right. the whole well, no, way if they that. know. Right, if they know, yeah, but what, so they don't know. What happens, right, what happens, what sucks about that is like you're going through that and then you're, you're like at an all staff meeting or something and you know, the some guy or gal just, oh yeah, Matt, we know you want to feel important so once you sit here, you know, kind of Bru- thing. And then meanwhile, <laughs> oh, right, brutal. Right, like they don't know, so well, that's but tough. Here's that's really the tough. thing, like even that, like I would joke, like actually I, that's a joke that's pretty fine with me because I'd just be like, oh yeah, my ego would love that. I don't know there's room next to you. You know what I mean? Like I think I could joke Man, about that. I need, to, I need to go to the restroom. I'll be right back and just go cry out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I I don't know if there's anything necessarily outside of just being a jerk that I'd be like, you know, don't joke about my family. You know, don't joke about, you know, I don't like it when people joke about my how out of shape I am. Like, I'm pretty like I am not, you know, um, I'm pretty out of shape. So I don't I don't love it when people call me fat. You know, (laughs) know? so that comes out every once in a while. But really, no, it's I don't right. know. I'm sorry. I've taken up a lot of time on this. I just, I just don't really. That, that's kind of some of my insecurities, and that's where I'm at with it. Wow. What about you, Drew? Do you have any? Hey, Drew. Before you, last... before you jump in, Drew, um, I'm signing up for IA Summit as we speak. Are we requesting each Ooh. other, or are you guys as spouses going to uh, IA Summit? Sorry, Summit, not retreat. Dude, I. I'm so sad about this. I can't actually go. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you said Nate, you can't go. I was gonna say, wow, so Nate sad. hitting on I that insecurity. That. He told I us. About that. Wow. <laughs> Matt, so is sad. Emily going? Man, Nate, Drew doesn't have the money like you do to go to these Let's things. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh man, he this train is about it. to get too rolling. Far, too, soon, to too soon, Matt, too soon, too Matt, can I request you as my roommate, or do you have someone that you want to make you feel more important that you want to room with? <laughs> Matt, Matt went on and said, uh, "Can I request Chip Taylor?" <laughs> I know, know what I'm requesting. I'll sleep Matt. in between uh, him and Lori. We, it's okay. No. I get to Nate. sleep with Matt twice a year. That I <laughs> summit and. <laughs> I tell you, you know, it's so funny because the most exhausted in life I, I, I ever am is mine and Nate talking till four o'clock in the morning oh, and trying to wake up the next Arizona day. Arizona time. The- that was miserable. That was tough. <laughs> At least you guys will be on the right time zone this time around. Yes. So, no. so we, yeah, we cut it off is. at 1 a.m. Yeah. Sorry, Drew. Go ahead. No, no you're good. You're good. You're good. Honestly, I think um, I think sometimes the the whole weight thing actually does get to me a little bit. Um, for sure, I actually have. Uh, it was funny that you were talking about that because I have a picture that um, a student drew of me at camp, um, and oh. it was like, and it this kid was like, Drew is a shape, a huggable shape. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> it's like. Uh, <laughs> that's tough that's, yeah. <laughs> that i actually kept it though because i thought it was funny but um but also if somebody Dude, was like brutal. openly joking about it that would, that would suck um but i think the thing that that more so um that more so gets to me probably than anything is like um people laughing at my mistakes 
um like specifically mm. oh. like like if even if it's like real time like i make a mistake on something and somebody like laughs about it or whatever you know it's like that that boils me to the core for sure but oh. the um, like the legit mistake or like slip and fall no, it doesn't matter honestly i feel yeah. like that's just i'm you know i'm i hate messing up in general so, and so like that that my- really sucks but like, My especially when it like, comes to things, it's like if I if I had a real mistake and somebody was no. like, oh, Drew, don't do that again. Ha ha ha. Like, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> smack uh, him in the name of Jesus. Of thumb, can I ask this? Like my rule of thumb on that kind of stuff is I don't make a joke until they make a joke. Like, yeah. is that do you is that but I sometimes worry that that's like their defense mechanism. But like, is that fair? If, if you start making a joke about a mistake, is that open the door for others to start joking about it? Or is it like, no, I'm just trying to be I'm trying to have a defense up right now. Don't don't joke. Yeah, about this I feel all. like you need to know the person yeah. for me personally. If I make a joke about something, it's m- most of the time it's OK for them to make a joke. Like that means that I've probably processed the fact that like that mistake wasn't that bad and it's okay, whatever. But like, if I don't make a joke about it, definitely people should not be doing that around me. <laughs> like, or at least if they care about me and my emotions, like they should definitely not do that. <laughs> so how are you guys, how do you guys find yourself? Are you actively working on some of these insecurities? Like in the sense of just like, not even like obviously being out of shape, like I'm not exercising all that much right now. I, I mean, I try to eat, I'm trying to eat a little bit healthier or a little bit less, all that stuff. Everybody knows I already lost the bed. I know I'm Bang. paying for one of y'all's dinners, oh, but uh, you're paying for both if we stick to it until B- no, that, was not a, that, that was not the deal. It was we amended, we had a we had a trustee meeting and we amended the minute. No, remember, we were we were talking about orange, orange tour, you know, going to Charlotte, you know, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed the two guys still in it both outvoted the one guy who was about paying for both, but church politics 101, get the numbers before you you start the meeting Um, (laughs) so i guess my question is like how are like how do you are you guys like know that you need to work on these things so for example um right now i talk to someone once a month they let me just talk about whatever's on my mind they just let me open up and it was so funny because our last talk um i even as in my mid-30s just realizing how much talking to someone on that level like um kind of a soul care level where i can just be totally free totally myself just i'll be honest i thought i like when we first started doing this talking i thought oh that felt great i just walked out feeling like oh man that was so nice to get all that stuff off my chest but it wasn't until our last talk that i realized just how much i was it was helping me as a person helping me work through these insecurities because the insecurities that I have, I think that I mentioned, I have now been able to to talk through some things. So the last situation that happened, I was able to talk to with my executive pastor and, you know, I was able to be honest with her and and, and just kind of say, hey, this is how I felt. This is how I feel now. And, yeah. and if it wasn't for talking, having that conversation once a month, I don't know if I would have gotten there. So that's just one way that that I've seen that's been truly helping me 
work through some of these insecurities. And then I'll just say this, my second way of working through insecurities is I do, I just try to call them to light. You know, I do feel, I, I immediately do feel bad about making the money joke right after Nate was like, yeah, I don't no. really don't like the no, money No, I said joke. in-house. I said in-house okay. is totally But fine. Well, but for me, like, I yeah, think that's my defense In-house in front mechanism. of the entire internet, no burgers. Right, right. <laughs> that's why I felt bad. I was like, I don't it's no, because like, like for me, that's my defense mechanism. Like, if we right. can just also start joking about it, if we can just not make this a big deal, yeah. you know, if we just doesn't have to be a whisper, it can just be a big joke. Let's just make it a big joke, and you know, like I'll go eat all my pie later, and <laughs> it'll be okay. Yeah, because I'm. Oh, that's the last thing I'll say is I, I'm really I'm a stress eater. So if I'm feeling yeah. really insecure or if I'm really bad, oh, I will I will put some food away, man. Dude, I will same, same, man, same. That's interesting. I yeah, I don't do that, but I um must be nice. I gotta work on that too. Well, I I gotta work on that too. Like, why would if I'm enjoying ball and I hear these guys laughing, and it's not even like I knew they weren't laughing at me. It's just I was so curious how they you know laughed and how they came up with something so whatever i gotta let that go like i'm not gonna be you know that a 40 year old guy to 22 year old basketball i mean i just need to be there and enjoy playing and the fact that they want me there is awesome like don't harp on the other stuff midlife i mean like i might bring this up in my next talk but like midlife is hard like i i I fully understand midlife crisis now. And there's really? been a, I don't think I've had a midlife crisis in the sense of just like, I haven't gone out and bought like something crazy or, or anything. I'm not trying to like become young again, but it definitely has gotten into my head of like, yeah, like you said, Nate, like I think the reason I mean, think of that is just like these two young guys are laughing and joking and you're trying to figure, you're trying to analytically figure out why right. and how and what was going on when I don't think there's very few young people I think in the world would be like, dude, they just were laughing. Like, I don't even, I've never even thought that. That doesn't yeah. even come across my mind. Exactly. I wear, yeah. I wear these skinny holy jeans because they, they're comfortable. Okay. Sure. Not because I'm going through a midlife crisis, <laughs> right? Get off my back, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I honestly, I definitely, I think especially right now, um, like I'm for sure working through a lot of these things. Um, that book has really been helping me a lot um, with a lot of them. Um, but also, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I've actually said this on on air podcast yet, but um, but I have a therapist, um, and um, legit probably like twice a month I'm talking to him. And, um, I will tell you what he is. He, I think he's a Christian just by the way that he talks to me about it, but I, it's not really even in the way of like, it's not even like that, you know, like, like he's just talking about like straight up, like how your brain works and how thoughts turn into feelings basically is a lot of what's happening. And, um, I can, I tell you what, there are so many things that I've used with students, you know, from those things. But, um, for me personally, just having the chance to talk with someone who can be like, Hey, um, the reason why you're insecure about that is because this, you know, and it's like, that's where like asking me like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you feel like that, but why did you feel that? Like, like what was the thought behind that? You know? And it's like, uh, like one of the most profound things that he has said to me is like every single feeling you ever have um, starts with a thought. And it's like, if you can, yeah. if you can't trace that back, then like you need to sit down and, and process it. You know, it's like, it's like, Ooh, man, that, that, 
that made me think about things so, so much differently, you know, and it's like, but, um, but also I feel like it's really just been helping me a lot to kind of process some of those insecurities and at least start the process of walking through them. Right. You know, it's like, you know, and, and, uh, I don't know, it's been good. It's been really helpful on a lot of things. And I think has kind of allowed me to push some of my pride out of the way, you know, because honestly, I think that's, that's a big piece of this is that like our insecurities a lot of times come from our pride or even or even like our our lack of pride right like like even if we feel like we don't have it you know it's like oh man like i need to not show that i don't have it you know and so the you know but at the end of the day from a pastoral and christian perspective it's like the fact is that god picked us to do this stuff anyway you know and knowing that we weren't enough or knowing that we might struggle with that anyway and it's like he's still he's still enough you know and i think that's that's the part that like in my brain like that's the part that i keep getting back to that like that really helps me the most through all this stuff is just remembering some of these like concrete things that are really supposed to be like they seem so simple when you say them out loud but like it's just the truth literally sets you free <laughs> like literally yeah. you know it's like it'll set you free from those anxieties and stuff and like it's just like that's it <laughs> like, that, that's just yeah. a big piece of it you know it's like uh one this one song that keeps coming up in my mind um it's uh no by, by brandon lake it's called fears not my future um i don't know if you guys have have heard that song or not um but man that song has just been ringing in my heart you know think when i think about these things just because it's like like i fear so much and it turns into all these other emotions and, and stuff and you know like i'm you know get angry with myself and you know upset or like anxious about things and worried about things it's like nah man <laughs> that's not it you know it's like that's that's not that's not what's going on here you know it doesn't need to be like that you know so i don't know you went, just, this has just been my Brandon my Lake. life man dude i hear that you went brandon lake i went way more old school child of god who the sun sets free oh, you are free. oh my goodness gracious <laughs> man we are so sorry for anyone who just oh, uh Lord. if you're driving swerving off the road trying to watch out for Nate hey the but, entire crowd um, at our our draft last night loved my career oh man well i'm but you did yeah. it at a bar Please, uh, so please don't unsubscribe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what's interesting, like, so with saying that, like, like that fear, like, I, I, this is something I'm trying to accept. I'm trying to accept that my, it's a double-edged sword of trying to do more for the Lord. Like, I do have a, a strong, one of the strongest convictions I've ever had in my life about trying to reach more people for the lost. The strongest convention I've ever had in my life about trying to develop more leaders to exponentially, you know, spread uh, the good news for for the lost. Like I, but what I'm, what I'm trying to accept is, is my insecurities are maybe, I mean, this is where someone could probably call in and, or if we had a guest, tell me if I'm wrong, but like, it's sometimes a good fuel to, Mm, I don't know if fake it till I make it, but to understand that I don't have it figured out and that I need to stay sharp on trying to work through these insecurities 
because at the same time, I, I, I do wonder if they sometimes fuel you to to try to, to try to do more. And then the other part of it is I'm trying not to connect my insecurities to success or failure. Like I'm trying not to say like, just, you know, just because I did this one thing bad, now I should feel bad about all my insecurities. Oh, but if now if I do this one thing good, I don't have to worry about that insecurity anymore. I'm just trying to accept it for what it is. Like I have it, it's there, it's on the back of my mind. And sometimes that insecurity pushes me to work a little bit harder to, to go a little bit further. Yeah. This would, it's funny if we do a one minute takeaway, this would be my takeaway is like, you just said the key to everything and that it can fuel you and it can be used to, to do good things. If you're handling it in a healthy way, if you have that therapist, you can talk to, if you have that lunch table, if you have those, you know, mentors, but if you don't, it's going to fuel you in the opposite way. If, if you just sweep it under the rug, internalize it, keep it deep, then it cannot, it'll fuel you to shut down or, or, or overcompensate and not truly deal with it inside. But if you're dealing with it inside, then it will fuel you to do great things for sure. Yeah. I feel like, um, one of the things that really, um, struck me and uh, you know if you guys listened to last week's episode then you know we're kind of this sort of stemmed from this book that we've been reading with my uh, pastoral staff and um, one of the parts of this chapter that we're going through um, it's uh, it's called the book is called Jesus Centered um, it's really really solid but we're talking about um, talking about Moses and sort of like how he lines up and has all these insecurities and stuff and I feel like it's maybe a classic example classic biblical example of like insecure leader kind of thing. Um, but the, you know, he's talking about how, you know, Moses doesn't really belong to either group. He's not, he's not like, he probably feels like he's not fully an Israelite, not fully an Egyptian, you know, those kind of things. Um, you know, but in the middle of all this stuff, um, like he kind of comes up to this, this part. And I kind of actually just want to quote from, from this chapter. It says, uh, with this less than stellar resume and all the negative self-talk that went with it, Moses wants to self-select out and stay safe on the sidelines. Moses understands that on his own, he is not enough. He doesn't have what it takes. God doesn't argue with Moses about his resume. Instead, God responds with, I will be with you. In other words, God is saying, me being with you is better than anything on your resume. In fact, me being with you is enough. My character and presence are your qualification. And I feel like for me, like, like when you're talking about like your insecurity driving you, right? Like, I feel like that's, that's the kind of drive that I want to let that be right. Like, and I feel nice. like, like more recently, that's been the thing. Cause, cause I definitely agree. Like it can be a drive for you to work harder. Like definitely for sure. But like, I feel like for me personally, and I, and honestly, I, as just a recommendation, just for anyone, I feel like yeah. just being able to just lean into the fact that like, yeah, I'm insecure about this, but I know that my God's got this, you know, yeah. and it's like, and I'm going to work hard and be faithful and do whatever he puts in front of me for sure. But like, I'm not going to worry about, oh, well, I, d I don't think I can do this. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm going to know that God's got this, you know, and, and just step in confidence, you know, and that's that's the thing that I feel like in the anxiety of like, I don't know if I can do this. Like that's the the crippling thing, right? Is that you, you're like, Oh, well, if you don't do anything, then you're just stuck. You know, it's like, okay. But then if you try and work and try and do it just like in your own strength, then eventually you're going to burn out. And so it's like, okay, well, yeah. 
then this is this is sort of like the conscious decision to like god's got this let's let's just do it you know that kind of thing i i found myself literally praying lord is this your holy spirit stoking a flame that i need to follow or is mm -hmm. this me is this the enemy trying to get a seat at my table yeah right? like like Ooh, god help another me good book. understand oh great book yeah really great book uh, but help me understand which one right yeah. in this moment because i don't want to go into work a little bit early or earlier because i'm just trying to avoid that feeling i want to go into work early because i know that like following you is going to ultimately lead to, to the person I want to be for my family and for the youth students and the yeah. church and everything overall. Yeah. Well, we are technically out of time. I don't know if that's a good, if this is a good time to do our one minute takeaway, but um, Nate, you kind of already gave your one minute takeaway, but you kind of, can you just want to summarize your thoughts on all this real quick? Man, trying to combine last episode and this, I mean, um, a key word we don't really use very much, but I think in the insecurities and what's okay and not okay, you know, the taboo topics, it's communication, right? Like communicate with your friends, communicate with your staff, your people, like let them know. Cause, cause the last thing you want to do is, you know, like that. I mean, truly, if I hear that Matt's insecure about this, but then outside of this area, you know, I bust his chops on it. That just means I'm a jerk. Okay, but if I don't know, <laughs> you know, um, well, I, I don't know, man. Look, don't feel bad because I do think bros. I think maybe that actually, I don't know. I like joking about it. I think, I think, I, I'm, no, no. I, I'll promise I'll tell you if it ever. Like, no, I'm talking really about like me. if I was at your church staff and I made a joke about whatever. Like I'm saying, there's oh. a time and place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I know yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like we'll always give each other a hard time. Always joke. Like that's that's a good thing about you know being so close. But I'm just saying time and place. Like when you yeah. know, like if Drew has, okay, I'm gonna bust Drew's chops about, you know, whatever. But if I know, like if he makes a mistake and I'm at his VBS one night and he, you know, trips up and messes something up, I'm gonna actually, because of spiritual maturity, I'm gonna actually get everybody to chill out, right? Like, cause yeah. I know that yeah. now, instead of being yeah. a ringleader, oh, Drew, dang, you didn't even, you know. So just know, but we have to communicate that with each other. We're not mind readers. Yeah. So, you know, you communicate. It's okay. If you're so insecure about something that you won't tell somebody that you're really insecure about that, then you need help. You need to talk about that. You need to process it because you got to be able to communicate that so that we know how to help and how what not to do. Good stuff. Drew, what about you, man? Yeah, definitely. I feel like the thing that I really just want to take as my takeaway here is just to really lean in um, on some of those insecurities um because some uh, sometimes you're right like I, I feel like matt's you know thing about you know wanting to ask and just just plead with god like would you show me you know what this is like is this you trying to do things in my midst you know like call me to new things or um or is this just the enemy trying to get me down and like really trying to to lean into you know what god's doing instead of being afraid to do anything you know, I think that's the like that's the the pit that we fall into a lot of times, and so um, just being able to discern that or work on that or just like really take time to have somebody that you can talk through things to be able to understand what's going on there. Um, those things are are so incredibly important, and just leaning into to God when it comes to all of that stuff, especially. 
Good stuff, yeah. guys. I think before you give yours, Matt, I just I just want to clarify just so it's not awkward. I mean, 4 a.m. at IA Summit in the hotel room, I'm gonna give you a hard time about your deepest insecurities. Like it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's so, gonna happen. It's all right. Well, um, I'm okay with it because we get to go to the Ritz with Nate's salary to have those 4 a.m. <laughs> conversations. <laughs> Marriott, brother. I'm a Mar- I'm a Bonvoy guy. Marriott. Oh, uh, not me though. I can't. I'm not gonna be able to make it. So you know, there's that. <laughs> Oh, dude, that sucks. <laughs> uh, that does suck. It's going to be... Because well, like, uh, when you were talking, like that's what I was thinking. Um, one of my one-minute takeaways is from both you guys is um, that's what I love about IA Retreat and IA Summit is that it is a little bit of a safer place to yeah. to kind of bring some of these things up. And mm-hmm. I think when I... Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to have to process this episode a little bit more because it's just so much is going through my mind right now about... I think it just to, to summarize my feelings is is that everybody has insecurities and it's okay for us to talk about ours maybe a little bit more. I don't oh. I know we didn't really necessarily talk about that over the last <laughs> two episodes, but I guess like I'm just processing hearing both of you guys and just realizing, you know, I wouldn't have guessed those things. You know, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought those things uh, necessarily, or I guess they never came across my mind. And so um, I think my one minute takeaway is these. <laughs> Go ahead. I it just in all serious, it blows my mind what you just said is so true because you think I'm this social guy that just whatever, yes. and that's one of my biggest insecurities. Well, guess what? I think you're one of the greatest leaders I know, and one of your insecurities is, you know, about being a great leader. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I you know, it's so funny, Nick, because like I, I've seen you walk into rooms. And I, I swear you become best friends and tighter with every, I've been on staff with people for years. And it's just like, dang, Nate's, Nate's like being invited to their birthday party. Like what is going on? Here? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But anyways, before we get too real on this podcast, it is <laughs> right. um, I'm Nate. I'm saying bye. <laughs> <laughs> Promo codes. Life? Yes. No. Yes. Check out Promo Seek code. Jesus. Do you seek Jesus? Lunch table, uh, ten percent off. General, there you go, check yeah. out Seeking Jesus in general. Yeah, you and should do on that. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seek Jesus both. in your spiritual B-O-A-S. life and in your clothing brand. Both. <laughs> yes, <laughs> both. both. Uh, but hey, this is the lunch table. Um, just a reminder, once again, it. We hope that this inspires everyone listening to go find your lunch table and. Though I don't recommend maybe starting the first conversation with what's your greatest insecurity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe so here we are. Here's, fourth. <laughs> here's some wings. Everyone tell me your deepest, darkest secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get them to listen to the lunch table and then talk yeah. about this conversation after they listen to this episode. Yeah. But, um, that was a good idea. You know what? Hey, I should say this. You know what my one minute takeaway is? Go talk Dude. to somebody. Both of yeah. you guys are talking to somebody. It talked to me. I'm talking, I'm talking to somebody. Go talk to somebody about these <laughs> things. Matt just said, talk to me. <laughs> hey, well, seek, I, I will seek Jesus uh, and talk to Matt. That's what we're just like. No, no, I meant someone's talking to me. I wanted to see someone was talking to me. And uh, but anyways, this, anyway. this is the lunch table. <laughs> this is the lunch table. Peace. Peace out. I'm really insecure about train wreck endings. Oh, yeah. oh no, <laughs> oh, you're on the wrong podcast. This is the wrong podcast to be on. Peace. See you guys. <laughs> See you.